0: What would it take to convince you that your body is the most incredible healing system ever created? What would it take for you to put your faith in its
1: design to heal itself instead of relying on drugs and other interventions? The the model of healthcare we have, it's exactly what you just described. Where our last 12 years of our life are not quality years of life. We're living on dope pills, potions, lotions.
0: It's time to take our health back.
1: If we're gonna try to figure out and, f- and and manipulate the body it's a fool's game I see you know pharmacies that can call themselves wellness centers now it's really become watered down it's really become confusing when we talk wellness when we talk lifestyle we're talking what is the environment you're putting your body in or inside of you that's gonna it's gonna just affect you
0: our way is simply not working even with all our medical advances and technology, we are getting
1: sicker. We spend more than we spend on military. We spend more on anything. It's, it's, it's 18% of our GDP on healthcare, yet we're getting sicker. And do we really think that more drugs and more tests and more, that's going to be that's gonna how we're going to get there? Yeah.
0: It seems overwhelming, but there is hope. This is the Design to Heal podcast.
1: I can't think of anybody that I've met in the, in the last 15 years that's come in and said, awesome, I'm on all these drugs and I feel great. It usually goes something like, can you help me yeah. get off of all this crap, yeah. right? The first thing I have to do is teach them that they're designed to heal.
0: So welcome to Designed to Heal. My name is Jeff McLaughlin and we are coming to you live from Orlando, Florida, sunny Orlando, Florida and relatively cool. Thank you, summer <laughs> is I think over, <laughs> right? Beautiful. Dr. Ben, the uh, the man, the mystery, the, the legend. I don't know what else can be said, Ben. I
1: don't, I, we have to figure out, because I don't know. Every time, like, I don't know what to say to these, <laughs> these things. I know. Well, you know what we could do, I'm going to start have, making up stuff. That's well, let other
0: gonna... people say they'd use other words, I'm sure. Um, the man that sent more teachers into early retirement right here, Mr. Uh... There you go. There you go. Hey, last episode, we got into, uh, you know, I, I brought my my usual curiosity, and I found uh, one, of your, yeah. one of your little articles sitting around your office yeah. one day, why Dr. Ben does not go to doctors, had All 10 right. reasons. And so we started that episode, and we knocked out six of them. You know, stupid of me to think that we would have gotten through 10 of them because each one of them is very, very good and there was a lot of information for each. So I'm going to just refresh the previous uh, six, and then we'll jump into the last four. And I have one question about uh, point number four. So last time we talked about how, and and if you have not heard that episode, please go back and listen to it uh, because all of the explanation and some really good dialogue uh, was shared for each one of these points. But I'm not interested in drugs or surgery. Those are primary tools used by medicine. Um, I understand that drugs do not heal and I don't want to mask any symptoms is one of the ones. And then number two is I'm aware of the research that shows medical care causes more harm than good. Why do I want to be a part of that? Why do I go to a place that offers that? Um, number three was I do not trust the information or science that they use to justify their recommendations. And you argue, you know, having seen some of these studies and the way that information is presented four, it's too expensive and the return on investment is not uh, worth it to me. We're going to come back to that in a second. Five, I have more trust in my body's ability to heal than I do man-made drugs. Hey, I think we should do a podcast about that. Maybe call it like designed to heal. What do you think, man? Right. Um, six, I do not live in fear about my health. I'm worried about having or not worried about having something before we do the next four. Yeah. Let me ask you a question that I think probably a lot of people might yeah. have been asking, and I know I certainly was, and I just it just slipped my mind on the healthcare being too expensive thing. Yeah. No argument there, of course. Yeah. A lot of people are are doing alternative health insurance, health prevention yeah. packages, things like that, like the uh, the MetaShare programs and yeah. things like. What does your family do, for yeah. something like that? If yeah. you you acknowledge that traditional yeah. healthcare or whatever that means is yeah. too expensive, do you guys do something as an alternative, or how do you handle that? You talked about you, mm-hmm. but what about what about your wife and kids?
1: Yeah, so you know, for, you know, and it's interesting. You know, we live in different times now. I believe that the the penalty for what I guess what they called Obamacare or the Affordable Care, you know, that's been removed. So you know, we've lived in some interesting seasons here where people sure. were even if you just stop for a second, think about that, the fact that they were mandating us to get quote insurance. And then they decide what's covered by that. Like it's a very strange scenario um, that they mandate a particular kind of insurance that has a particular things covered and powers that be have decided that's healthcare. So there's a concern for me. So of course we never really participate in that model. You know, when my son was born, he was a home birth. So for example, when we had a home birth, um that wasn't covered by <laughs> insurance so we paid cash for that you know what's ironic jeff and I'm yeah. Like, yeah, i yeah, this has been you know 10 years ago now but my yep. son's birth my wife could remember this so our so this is so cool this is cool to me yeah. we had like this legendary midwife right like just like i think she's and I, and I would mean this complimentary to her. I yeah. think she's like some combination of an angel. And I think she's like 200 years old, right? Like she's, <laughs> she's just timeless, right? And tons she, a ton of wisdom right? and she, wisdom <laughs> yeah, and she cool. can, you know, so our whole birth prenatal care, postnatal care and our birth itself was, I think, $2,000. Nice. Okay. Nice. And um, and when we would meet for our appointment... Listeners out there like, what's the number? Yeah. What's the The only thing she yeah. asked us to do was pay for her gas. So I kid you not, my wife and I would show up and, she, and she'd be like, okay, so today it was $3 for the gas. Gosh. And she's just the sweetest lady. And, and she was a legend and we had an amazing birth. That's awesome. So so some people say, well, that's just crazy. Yeah. You know, they can't even believe that. So there was a time where we had a, what would you call like a high deductible insurance, right? So yeah. we had a real yeah. high... Now that worked for a season because... Yeah it really did lower your rates and make it somewhat reasonable. We never used it still, but whatever. And then, but now what has happened over the time is that's continued to climb as well. Premiums have just gone up and up and up. So even the high deductible plans aren't really that much better as far as a premium goes. So we've transferred over to something called MediShare. There's other versions of that. Now, I'm somewhat versed in it. I mean, I can definitely, I know a lot about it, but the hardest part for people to understand is it's not insurance. It is, but it's not. For all intents and purposes, it appears to be insurance, but they would never call themselves insurance. They're not, it's a a healthcare co-op. You pay in a a relatively small amount for the month. Now, for some people, if, now again, it works really great for a family like mine that doesn't participate in the usual medical model because we're just looking essentially to say, hey, to your point, Jeff, hey, if you broke your, you know, if you broke your leg, what mm-hmm. do you do? Right. Yeah, and I think yeah. on mine, for example, an emergency room visit is $250. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, it, I guess in that instance that if we maybe did need to utilize some level of medical emergency care, we would have something to kind of do that. Right, Honestly. Right. You know, we would. There's probably a good chance we might even get rid of that now that the 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 fee the the penalty's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. In, in healthcare.
0: So that that w- that subverted that penalty or. or yeah, yeah, it allows you to not have okay. to pay that penalty. Cool. So cool. so awesome. I say if yeah.
1: you're listening to this, mm-hmm. you know, there's MetaShare. I think there's another one called Samaritans Ministries. Yeah. There's um there's a there's a handful of them yeah. out yeah. there. You yeah. know, one's called Sedera. That's for businesses. If you're a business okay. out here, yeah. And you want to offer a different kind of plan for your employees that doesn't fall under that. Yeah. Now there are some things to realize. For example this is, you know, heavy, but for example, a lot of this, for example, wouldn't cover an abortion. Okay, they, okay. There's a few different things in there yeah, yeah. that they, that they have a line on right. that they don't cover, but for all intents and purposes, they cover most things, you know, they cover drugs, they right. cover surgeries, right. they cover chemo, you know what I right. mean? Right. Um, so it's not weird. You yeah. know, I know a lot of people have done it. You probably do, Jeff, and I've never had anybody have a problem with it. Yeah, no, I've
0: never done it. I've, I, I know I'm very familiar with the plans because yeah. we've looked over the last couple of years and you know, it's very difficult finding something that works for a family because like when you wrote that point, it's too expensive. I mean, it's. It's the cost of healthcare to me is, is just astronomical. I'm just amazed at the, you know, the rise. You talked about, um, that was the first birth you said was with the midwife with $2,000 and that was completely out of pockets, no insurance, no nothing. Right. Yeah. But for
1: us, it was still cheaper if you do the math on that. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I, I, we had a, I think whether our oldest we had a pretty decent insurance plan. I don't know, for whatever reason I track these things and um, you know, I know that we spent less than like a thousand dollars out okay. of pocket that first time around. But Ben, I because of teaching yeah. like marriage prep classes and things like that, and we talk about just planning for expenses on the budgeting side of things and just being ready for yeah. the cost of living. I, I tell couples all the time, I said your first baby these days, mm. if you have a, if you have like a, just a yeah,
1: typical run plan. of the mill insurance plan, five, 10 grand, five,
0: six grand, you better have that put away. could be more, yeah. you know, depending on the plan. But yeah, I mean, that's it right away. And you're easily going to run up. That's going to be your deductible, your out of pocket or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, unbelievable. So our last couple of kids were in that range. That is a lot of money. Yeah. Right, it is a lot of money right there, especially
1: considering that um, health improve that health outcomes for mama baby have gone down in that same oh, season of time. So yeah, this is where yeah. again as a consumer, it's yeah. super frustrating to me. Yeah. I'm I'm paying more and more and more for worse and worse outcomes, uh, and, and, and my hands are tied, and I'm made to feel like I'm a criminal because I want to actually you know be involved in my. And we've taken yeah. you were on birth for example, Jeff, and now we've turned and we've also turned birth into a disease. It's uh-huh. not a disease. It's a yeah. natural process that our bodies uh, are designed it. to do, but that's not how it's treated and and, and save you know? that because that's be yeah, a whole
0: other, that's, that's a whole other world, man. And we're going to tackle that sometime. And I, I I, know some people, you know, some people who are going to be a great resource to to really change the thinking on that. So, I'll tell you, I'll say this real quick because yeah, people
1: it. do this. So, you know, some people have employees that employers that quote cover their care and things like that. Sure. I would just encourage you a lot of times because healthcare continues to go up, but sometimes even the amount you pay, Yeah. because, you know, let's just say you have insurance through your employer, they still, your employer still paying a majority of it oftentimes. You just pay a little part of it. And sometimes the numbers I'm hearing are still even more. So I had a person that's a a teacher and she told me that her family health care is $1,400 a month, her portion. Right. Right. Okay. Her portion. And she could probably get a health care plan through MediShare for, for 300 or 400. And so she could say, Hey, I don't want your policy. Right, take me off. Yeah. Get Medishare on her own and save a grand. Yep. Right, yep. and yep. and and there she's you know making money. Especially yep. if you're not really a person that's a high utilizer of of medicine. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. And just to, just to be clear for yeah. anybody out there, nobody, neither Ben or I <laughs> yeah. are endorsing or are being paid <laughs> by you know, any of those yeah, companies. Yeah, yeah. But I was about to say as I, as yeah. I say this, I know that Liberty is another one too. There's okay. Liberty Health Share that seems to be a good one as well. But you know, so those are things for people to explore. All right, man, let's jump in the uh, final four reasons. And these are just the 10. I know that Ben, Ben, you probably have about uh, 500 of these reasons if we were to sit you down and give you time to read them all out. But uh, of your top 10 right here, the final four, and we're going to start with uh, number seven. I do not trust what will be done with my medical information. And before Mm. you respond to that one, one of the closing questions that I had for you on the previous episode was we talked about wearables. Right, I referenced mm, for you the yeah. Apple Watch and things like yeah. that and uh, you know, asked what your opinion on that kind of stuff was and you mentioned that Google just bought Fitbit. Yeah. right? So tons of people, to me, it, you either have an Apple, if you're going to have a wearable, you're going to have an Apple Watch, you're probably going to have a Fitbit. Those are going to be the two major you know, players in that scene. So lots of people have these devices right there and, you know, we love using Google for search engines and things like that. Yeah. But we also know that Google has some major questionable practices around privacy and everything. Right. So you already got me thinking down a road that I hadn't before, but I know that this is so much more than wearables here on this point number seven about yeah. not trusting what's being done with your medical information. Talk to us about that.
1: Yeah. So well there's a couple of things. One of them comes to mind, there, there was a it was a book I read years ago and it was a, a girl um, it was talking about how they. This was years ago now, Jeff, but how they mine data. You know, a lot of these companies know more about. I don't know if it happens to your phone sometimes. Like, it will freak my wife out. They, like, she'll be um, getting in her car, and the phone will say, Oh, here's the directions to," and it's the place she was gonna go, or it knows she's coming home. Like, it's scary, right? And I mean, you try to turn everything you can off on your yeah, phone, and it still yeah, sometimes yeah. shows up. She's like, "How does it know yeah, that I'm yeah, going there?" Yeah. And it might be like, "Well, it knows on Tuesdays more often than not when this time of day you probably go to." Target or whatever, you know. So yeah. it thinks you're going yeah. there. It's yeah. crazy, yeah. right? And, and so. people
0: think let's let's just uh, without getting into conspiracy yeah. here. I mean, let's just be honest. I, I came to this realization. This is you know I'm sure that everybody by now knows this, but it was years and years ago when uh, when search engines were becoming a yeah. thing or whatever. That Google is not a search engine, it's an advertising company. There you go. Okay. The money that Google makes out there, and you know, if yeah. you really were to look up companies like that and figure out what they're into, they own YouTube, they own so many other things, and their money comes in from advertising. All right. So these and, yeah. and the reason I bring that up is because I think that we yeah. we we let our guard down sometimes and go, oh man, these yeah. people are just trying to revolutionize my life and make yeah. life easier and yeah. everything. There's always a dollar attached to it, yeah. So just be aware of that and know the potential risks that come accordingly, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: and you know, and Jeff, you know, there's a statement from a person I first time I ever heard, it, and he said, you know, any strength fully extended is a weakness, all right? And that isn't a huh. perfect application here, but. You know, you know, or there's some tools that can be very powerful for good, Jeff, can yeah. also be used in the wrong hands for, for wrong. And so yeah. I think, you know, it's okay for us to be suspect. It's okay for us to have pause. It's okay for us to be careful how much of our autonomy and rights we give up and the illusion of, of you know, improvement, especially yeah. when it's yeah. not proven. And so this story in this book, there was a girl and, or this guy, he was getting like a target. I think it was target. Mm-hmm. He was getting advertisements in his yeah. mailbox. Yeah, And it was like, it was weird. It's like baby stuff. And his daughter <laughs> was like 15. It was yeah. like, you know. Um, you know, baby blank. Oh, like, again. So he yeah. literally got upset about. It. He goes, why are you, why are you sending me all this stuff, right? Yeah. And um, I don't remember if he reached out to him or what, Jeff. But long story short. His daughter was actually pregnant, but hadn't oh, told them yet. Geez. And so they had realized because the daughter had gone and bought a pregnancy test right, and had right. been researching stuff. Search so Target that. Yeah. had bought that data set and says the girl lives at this address. So start sending her the baby stuff. So I say that yeah. not to freak us all out. Yeah. So when you come to my, so my health data, yeah. Jeff, I don't need anybody to know. No, I mean, I really am clearly. I actually don't really care. In a sense, I mean, I put it on this it podcast. Man, like if you were trying to hide, you're not doing a very yeah. good job. <laughs> and the only reason I really do this is is, is more for your sake. You know, right. meaning like yeah. I'm I'm happy to kind of stick it out there for you guys to to feel like it's okay. But I don't need to go in there and say no thanks for the flu shot, and I don't want yeah. this, and yeah. I don't need you to get my blood work. I don't I don't trust what you're gonna do with that. Yeah. I was recently talking to somebody the other day. Um, who just had a baby, and um, him and his wife, and they're you know kind of more like this, and they ended up. Jeff, interesting, they had a home birth, Mm -hmm. and at the end of the home birth, um, she was having some excessive bleeding, and so they went to the hospital as a precaution, and everything Mm -hmm. was fine, but they had to spend the night there, and so he said, man, you know, I was a little nervous being there, and I was, you know, they knew we didn't want anything. He goes, I fell asleep for one hour, and during that hour I was asleep, they came in and tried to give my wife and our baby vaccines. He goes, now my wife's on top of it, and so she said, no thanks. But he goes, so, so Jeff, you know, you begin to lose a, a bit of control when you're in there. When Our first daughter, my daughter, was born in the hospital, and, and there's a lot behind that story. But I remember as the birth was progressing, um, you know, they tell you, oh, you always have a choice. Well, our daughter was, we had been in labor for a long time and, and things like that, and the doctor said, well, here's your options. We can either start an IV of antibiotics right now, or we'll take your baby to NICU when she's born, right? Or we didn't know if it's boy or girl. Or your your child. So here's the point: some people think you have choices, but your cho- yeah. your choices get changed. So so my yeah, I don't see a choice in those two. Yeah. Right? So like, so yeah, it wasn't like or you one, can just it, yeah. turn it down. It's like well, no, now you're going against da 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 da. Yeah. So yeah. we you know we've made a decision. So I I know for some people, Jeff, they say, well, that seems extreme. Um, Well, I, based upon what I know, I don't think it's that extreme Mm. to try to protect that. And I don't want them to have my data. I
0: I don't think that's the case at all. Ben, remember when you used to get a, um, (laughs) this is a presumptuous question right here. You remember when you used to get a ticket when you were driving, like, you Uh, know, as a teenager and everything? Yeah. I, I, I had one or two of those as a, as a teenager and maybe college student and everything. The thing that I knew was going to happen, right? What's coming in the mail, <laughs> Yeah, right? Driving like, school. Yeah. Remember those? Like yeah. they used to send you all those things in the mail. And, mom, and uh, right, yeah. mom and dad are going to see it. Right. Mom and dad are going to see it. So it's like, crap, I got to make sure I'm the one checking the mail for the next two weeks. And I got to filter that stuff out there if I'm going to try and uh, hide that one. Little did I know that the insurance company would also see it. So right, there you go, right? right? right. It's so funny. <laughs> uh, point number eight. Um, I spend my time and money on building yeah. I love I love your big capital letters there on building health. Not trying to find something wrong to drug or to cut. Yeah, this gives you an opportunity to answer what I would have asked anyway if we had gone through this list. Okay, so Ben, what do you do? Because you said in the previous yeah. episode, um, I don't you know we don't I don't worry. I just I, we're yeah. gonna live, right? We're gonna live. Well, how does Ben live? What are, What are some basic things that? That, that you do, not that you've ever yes. claimed to be like Mr. Health right, right, nut right, and right, Crazy right. Things, but what are some basic things that you kind of go, man, I think these are a, a pretty necessary part mm-hmm. of uh, health, you know, my, my wellness.
1: You know, before we were talking, you know, we're taping this on a on a, a time, Jeff, from the holiday season, right? And uh-huh. we, I was kind of joking, I know you're going on a little little getaway, Yep. and you were, you know, we were joking about, you know, going off the rails or eating unhealthy, I'm, right? I'm going to have some turkey you're bin and some s- pumpkin pie, I'm just going to tell you right? that right now, right? And so we were talking, and I remember, I, and I said, if I remember this right, I said, you know, Jeff, here's the thing, I don't really... I, as long as I guess my goal would be that a person knows that those things aren't the best for them. Sure. So they're not under that illusion. Sure. You know, it's one thing because you said I'm going to be a hypocrite. And I said, well, that's, you nah, know, you know, that's <laughs> not really the point. I, I mean, well, sure. You know, we don't want to do that in a sense. But, but I, I say this for us to understand. It's the people I'm most worried about are don't know that that three diet Cokes a day could be hurting them yeah right? it's the person yeah. that doesn't realize that the this you know the the they're making cookies with Splenda and they don't realize the damage to people that don't, don't know what's you know whatever right yep. some real yep. basic yep. things or that are you know sleeping three hours a night or they're living on 10 drugs and they don't know there's another way uh-huh. so I'm not really worried about what Jeff's gonna do right right, right. okay now the other thing is is So just real quick on that. And then the other little part of that is when we do get under the weather, Jeff, so when I meet people and everybody's fine, I'm not sick. It's not like everybody's walking around saying, hey, what drug should I take today? Uh-huh. Um, It's helping people when they do walk into some sort of symptom, giving their body, you know, a very legitimate chance at dealing with that, right? Sure, Likely sure. more than they've done in the past. So yeah. one of my staff members recently, husband was sick and and he's a typical guy that would kind of have taken something before that mm-hmm. um but he didn't and he he um walked through it in about a day and a half yep. and he was yep. actually surprised on how fast he got better he goes normally if i get sick i don't get sick a lot but normally i do i get kind of drags out so this i actually healed quite fast and i didn't take anything for it mm-hmm. so i think what what a lot of times happens jeff is we don't you know we jump in with the tylenol we jump in with the ibuprofen we jump in with the drugs we jump in we jump in we jump in or even with natural things and we don't actually kind of allow the body just to run its course so what are the top priorities in my life. I've said this before and I would say, you know, real quick, Jeff, the sooner, the better. So I feel like in many ways I was able to start my kids off on the right foot because they were, you know, a natural birth with, you know, non-vaccinated and, you know, not drugs in their body. We let their body build itself. And so now they're pretty robust, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, in a sense, I mean, you know, still kids and get sick and get the boogers and stuff like that. Um, (laughs) you know, sleep is a big, important part of our life, getting decent rest. Um, my faith is a big part of my life, Mm -hmm. right? My prayer life, my meditation life, my, you know, dealing with things like that. I I love that you
0: said meditation life too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There's a lot of people out there that hear that word. Yeah. And, it, and it becomes like, it's a weird word for mm, them, mm-hmm. right? Depending on maybe their, their Not context on that, whatever, right. but yeah, but the tradition that they grew up mm-hmm. and everything, we have a denomination of church that they, they went to in some places that's, mm. you know, because, because there is probably a form of that that mm. very much is into yeah, new age. Or something, yeah. Or some that. weird yeah. stuff, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny to me that that word has so much resistance even in the church because that word is found all throughout scripture. Yeah. Right. And how would you define meditation? If you could just yeah. put that in a, in a nutshell, right? Like what so, is Ben Rawls method of meditation or, or his, philosophy of meditation yeah, or something so, what's that look well, like? No for you?
1: so it's a great mm-hmm. question and 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 I've actually struggled not struggled I've, I had remember I had to think through that Jeff. Uh-huh. Um you know my the way I define myself is meditating on the things of God. Mm. Right so that's how I That's how I deal with it. I'm going to spend, because what I tend to do is meditate on the things of man, (laughs) (laughs) right? Meditate on my own stress, meditate on my fears of this or what's going on here, what's going to happen here. And I find that doesn't lead to a good thing. But if I can meditate on eternal truths, if I can meditate on things that are on a a higher perspective, I do better, right? And so- So it's um, like
0: being mindful of those things and really just stopping and resting and slowing down, right? Putting
1: those in my, yes, which is hard for me to do. Putting those in my- mind or my heart, however you want to say that Jeff is, uh-huh. is a big deal for me. So when I think about even my health, now this might seem weird to people, but if you were to ask me and I'm doing this for a long time, uh-huh. my kind of like Lynch, like my secret, secret sauce uh-huh. is my, my faith life, my prayer life right. and chiropractic. Hmm. Okay, and you know, and the chiropractic part I've been able to watch with my family is like you know, I can adjust them, you know, regularly. I, I, you know, can do that with them, and so I've sure. watched the benefits of that walk out in their life, and of course, my patients' life. We try to eat clean, Jeff. We're not perfect, yeah. You know. We try to exercise. I'm not some, you know. I've gone through different seasons. I, mean, I was an elite athlete growing up, so I've done all that. Yep. Now it's just about trying to maintain movement in my life and things like that. So it's really not that complicated. People, you know, we were talking about this earlier too, Jeff. People are like, well, you know, if I get sick, I need elderberry and 14 essential oils, and I need to go to <laughs> acupuncture, I need to go to chiropractor, I need to go to yeah. this, I need to do this. I'm like, you know, yeah. actually, I, I wouldn't. I don't want you to feel like that. Sometimes natural healthcare can become 800 things that you do. Yes, and I yes. would say. Most of it is things that I don't do. Okay. I don't spend a lot of time on, you know, worrying about that. I don't spend a lot of time on treating things. I don't spend a lot of time about, you know, getting a lot of testing done. I don't, I don't do that. Okay. And so, you know, it's, people would be, if you followed me around for a week or a day or whatever, you'd be surprised at probably how little I do. Okay. You would be like, well, that wasn't hard. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I fast most days. I don't eat lunch. I don't eat breakfast many times. Uh So, you know, it's not, that's not that sexy. You know, my, you know, I eat when I get home, I go to bed, I say my prayers, I get up in the morning and meditate and work out. Like, it's just not that. It's not that complicated,
0: Cool, honestly. Yeah, I love it. All right, let's do this, man. Let's take a break and we'll cover these uh, last two points after the break. And uh, man, I I love these answers. I think these are so practical and these are going to be so beneficial. I know they're beneficial to me. And uh, if you're out there listening, stay tuned with us because I know it's been good already. It's going to get even better. And we will see you after the break on Design to Heal. So here we are back with Design to Heal, Jeff McLaughlin here hosting, Ben Rawl, Dr. Ben, and we're going to knock out the last two, right, of why Dr. Ben does not go to doctors. And again, I just want to make people know, I know this guy well enough to know that there's a whole lot more that would be on this list, but let's just go with these 10. And so we've covered eight of them already, Ben, we're on the marathon, we're in the the home stretch here, right? And number eight, or sorry, number nine, hospitals are very dangerous places loaded with dangerous drug-resistant viruses. There and bacteria yeah
1: yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know jeff, like. Just, what's the question yeah, jeff? <laughs> yep i agree with that oh i wrote that okay yeah. that's good that's based on fact you know oh, i man. um you know we were we were talking a little bit there on break about yeah. and i, I just want to bring this up because it would be easy to say i just want to be careful um always want to be careful it's like you know jeff you're in marriage work counseling, I I guess, if that's the right way of saying that. Yes. My wife counsels me every day. Yeah. What would be the first to say, you know, you don't have a perfect marriage or something like that. And, and, um, I, I, I don't want to come across as there's a, there's a word I've heard before. You know, you've heard the term holier than thou, you know, Um, I I never want to come across as this healthier than thou guy. Um, and I, and I don't, and I am saying that to you (laughs) as a listener is I don't want a person to, well, Ben, you know, you're just lucky. Um, and you know, you just haven't had to go through these things. And, and I would, I I understand that statement. Here's all I can tell you is I'm not actually basing this just off of my own experience. Right, Right. Um, I've got thousands of doctors and a large patient base over the years. And I've watched people walk through everything you could imagine from terminal diseases to the sniffles in a natural way. So I, I would say that I, you might not have had that experience, but I have. And so that does give me a little bit different perspective. So although you might say, well, yeah, but your kids are healthy and you're not, you know, this, my wife's walked through some stuff that I've had Mm -hmm. to help her on. And, you know, we've come up with some health crises in our life. And so I don't take this lightly. So I don't want you to think I'm just out doing, you know, jumping jacks and juicing vegetables all morning and living on nuts and I don't ever get sick. And so it's easy for me to say, that's not the point of saying this. Actually, I would say the opposite is true. Anybody can talk like that when that's the reality of their life, right? <laughs> Well, hey, why actually, are you doing that? Can you pass the wheatgrass grass yeah, right there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, today's a coffee day. I'm sitting here drinking coffee, as you can see. The green juice is gone. I'm hitting the coffee today. Look, like he doesn't have a soda, yeah. guys,
0: but he's not drinking something that looks like radioactive. Yeah. So you know, I just I, I
1: just say maybe it's too late if I if yeah. I've already offended, you. you haven't made this far into the podcast anyway. But I, I just don't want a person to think, well, you haven't gone through what I've gone through. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and Jeff, it's like marriages and things, you know, some people have gone through some hellish stuff that doesn't mean they can't be healed and restored. Mm-hmm. And so I say that to hopefully encourage you, you know, yeah, now the yeah. question of, you know, this dangerous places, I mean, unfortunately there's been a lot of statistics and there's a lot of ways we could walk through this. I'm looking at one right now. Cause I, when I can, I try to use the best numbers and because we do do this somewhat off the cuff, I'm not always prepared on, it. I try to tell you if I'm paraphrasing or remembering something, but this is from the CDC and this is saying that um, right now there's roughly 1.7 million hospital acquired infections a year, and that this causes about ninety nine thousand deaths. So you hear about like MRSA. So MRSA, MRSA, right? You've heard of that. That's a that's a you know the resistant and you know it's resistant to antibiotics. Okay, that's a some kind of a staph infection, right? Yeah, or something like that or a, some form a, of it a, or what? It's a. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head the the, yeah. the fancy term, but it's a it's it's a it's a, it's a Particular bacteria that's resistant to you know today's antibiotics. So we've created. You see now, and this is um, this is very far from conspiracy. I mean, there's very real people talking about the what we've built up these antibiotic-resistant superbugs. They're calling them. Well, those largely live in the hospitals because that's where that happens, right? So you're you're saying
0: MRSA then is like a mutated, like that's that's kind of evolved and mutated to be able to combat like our our medicine, right? Yeah. And
1: so that's where we're we're living. So when Mm -hmm. I look at that, I think to myself, kind of like I think it was your friend earlier and. One of the episodes you're talking about your dad's friend. Who, oh, he was a, had a shock to a drug. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you have the people. I've, I've had them that I've met, people that have gone to the hospital, gotten a staph infection while they're there, and yep. almost died or lost a limb or did die. Yep. I had a patient who um, had asked me to come and visit her in the hospital. This is many years ago. She is a young, healthy woman, um, had, had just had a baby. They gave her a, a wrong drug the next day. Wrong drug, if you will, whatever that means. And it <laughs> killed her. She never left the hospital. And so, um, yeah, wrong so drug, When I, unquote, right? when I look at that, I just think to myself, okay, man, well, yeah, I guess, you know, I wouldn't. You know, I'm so, I'm so aware of the possible negatives. And then I'm so, you know have so much faith in my body's ability to heal that it really going to be really hard pressed for me to step foot in a hospital. I don't even really like, honestly, it sounds terrible. I don't even really love visiting people in there. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean that against them. I mean, I do, and I go there and I pray for people a lot yeah, and yeah. I take care of people, right. but I'm really just, it, it's, they're not. And I, and I don't mean this to sound like a jerk, right? That if we were just honest. They're pretty dangerous places. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and there's been several books written by this on medical doctors and mm-hmm. masters in public mm-hmm. health that would say, Oh no, you're exactly Right. Right. Right stay away if, if you can. Yeah. Because I
0: think a lot of people probably have the pick when they're not going through some kind of illness, a serious illness where they maybe are facing going to a place like that. Ben, my guess would be that people have in their mind this picture of like, you know, like the old school, the 1930s, like baby nursery or something. And this is like, this is the hospital. This is the picture Right. right there. You know, the reality is most people don't go to the hospital to get better. Yeah. Right. uh, Right. Unfortunately, that's what goes down. And so, you know, this is not a place of rest where, where maybe a hospital at one point was, was kind of more about that, you know, but I don't, I I remember an oncology
1: nurse that was a patient and she was sweet gal and and she'd been doing it for about eight years. And Mm -hmm. and she would, you know, she'd always loved to come to the office. And she said, man, I, I don't know how much longer I can do this. And I said, well, I mean, I'm sure it's a very tough job. And she goes, just almost all my patients die, you know? And um, it just wore on her, understandably so, yeah. right? Yep. And so I just, um, I can't imagine that reality. Yep. Um, you know, yep. my patients live. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ben, I, uh, I think
0: one of the things we share as a kindred spirit yeah. is, you know, you, you, you're you a doctor of, of cause, as you say, and um, I wanna do marriage work at yeah. cause. We yeah. spend so much, I've, I, I know what it's like to do it when you're responding to people and treating effects. I mean, yeah. I, I, I hope this doesn't come off as arrogant, but I have said to people before, like, I feel like I am good enough to distract you in your marriage for three months. Yeah. Right. I can give you a bunch of things and yep. say, man, it's your duty to do this, this, and this and this. Yep. And uh and after three months, my bag of tricks is empty. Mm-hmm. They come back and 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 now mm-hmm. we still and you know what we still have been? We still have those things that we never unearthed. Yeah. Right? We never got to cause. And Jeff, so we were trying to behave change behavior, but not change the core.
1: It's exactly so right? there, so there is so many times where a patient wants to know, and this to your point, it kind of yeah. sounds almost um, rude here, you know, where it's like, what should I take for this? Even if it's natural. Yeah. And I, I, I refrain sometimes in the sense that, you know, um, what I, I don't want to waste our time on that. Cause what will happen is you'll think you dealt with it, right? You didn't, um, you know, Hey, should I take five scoops of cinnamon for my diabetes? You could, I wouldn't, you know, because that does. And still, as you're still shoveling down, you know, two Mountain Dews and Ho-Hos, right? <laughs> so I know it's going to lead, it's a harder road yeah. to hoe. Yeah but it's it's the one that I feel like I have to do, yeah. right? So now yeah. we do the best to try to say, hey, I'm not trying to, like you said, Jeff, I'm not trying to pull the wool over your eyes. I could do a dog and pony dance for patients and say, hey, do this and take this natural <laughs> thing. And it, they'd probably feel better for a season, but then they get to the end of that few months or whatever it is, and they say, Okay, well, it's not really working anymore. Yeah. And then I say, oh, well, what we really should have done was this. Yeah. Well, they're like, yeah. well, dude, why don't you just tell me that yeah, the Where beginning? was that
0: three months ago? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I yeah, got it. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so last but not least, number 10 right here. Research has shown the more you use medical model, the sicker you get and the sicker you believe you are.
1: Yeah. It's... a. <laughs> is a big, this is, this would be a concept that's probably new for most. So what they've done, and this is, when I say research, I, I legitimately mean this. As we've seen, what's happened is westernized medicine, we call it westernized medicine, right? as, yeah. it, as it's yeah. kind of moved its way across the world or yeah. into other countries, you'll find areas that didn't have that type of healthcare, now they have it. And so they've been able to, through you know, the anthropological research, if you will, they yeah. come in and they call it, there's a term for it, they call it the medicalization of society. That's, they, it's not, they don't use it as a derogatory term. I might, but that's how the <laughs> word that they use, okay? <laughs> yeah. And they say, say, we came into this area that practiced healthcare a different way. We've now brought in the traditional allopathic medical model, and here's what we find. These people, when they're you know, studied, they identify themselves as sicker. Okay, so they now think of themselves sicker because think about it, Jeff. It's the same reason through direct, to, you know, mm-hmm. consumer advertising with drugs. Well, now I have this diagnosis. Well, now I have this. Now I have this label. Now I have ADD. Now I have yeah. this. Now I have this. So before they didn't even think about it per se, and now they 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 they're so inundated with you know what's wrong with me yeah. that they literally and Jeff, one of the most and this is I would love listeners to understand what I'm saying here. One of the most powerful questions that relates to your overall health is literally this question that's this simple your perception of your health so if just if i say on a scale of one to ten you know healthy being a ten you know zero being dead how do you right now perceive Zero your health? You don't have to, yeah, you don't have to answer that, but they yeah. found that that question is one of the most powerful indicators. In your yeah. world, Jeff, it might yeah. be this: on a scale of one to ten, what are the chances you think of your marriage being yeah. successful? Yeah, and yeah. if they no, said no, no, a perspective a one, changes everything. Yeah, it drives and everything. A, yeah. And a nine, yeah, you got a whole, you got a whole yeah. different yeah. animal. Yeah, and so what they found yeah. is people that think they're sicker. Yeah, in their perception. Yeah actually end up being sicker okay that's part one and then part two Jeff what Uh they found is as they bring in all the medical you know drugs surgeries procedures they actually find these people begin to do worse yeah okay so I look at that now I'm you know we're test subjects you know we live in this country on it so I'm going hey you know what we're doing more and more medical than we've ever done more drugs more surgeries more labels more diagnosis more tests more everything and we're getting worse so you know what I'm going to just I'm going to just um disengage from that one. I'm going to I'm going to check out, you know, from I'm that model. I'm not participating in this. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be yeah. going well, right? Yeah, and yeah. so, you know, it's 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 um I know these are like Jeff, pretty frank conversations that we're having uh, and yeah, pretty, yeah. you know, there's a lot there even in listeners' minds. But, but what about, you know, this? And what about that? Like I get that and we're trying to have those, but don't miss the point, mm. right? Don't miss the don't miss the what can I do on a daily basis to, you know, care for my health and yeah, my, and my yeah, family? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. can I do, even if I am going through a crisis, to either just let my body heal and or maybe find some natural alternatives or some natural advice to support that? If and when I feel like I'm at the point that my only options left are maybe looking at medical care, maybe I even do that in a more, right. you know, you know, right. and we were joking a little bit about it, not joking, your son had an accident the other day, yep. right? You know, and, um, you know, fell and, and cut his head open and, you guys made the decision to get a few stitches and doing boy things right, We're right? yep. doing boy things right mm-hmm. and and um, and he loves to tell the tale, and that's not what this calls about. that's yeah. not what this right. you know, right. this is the pocket. What do you do when your kid's head split open? I'll probably go get stitches, <laughs> okay, so like that's don't lose it there. And,
0: and who do I go to? I go to a doctor friend yeah. of mine who who is much more along this line of philosophy than uh, yeah. than most are, yeah, for sure, but uh, yeah, that's a different, that's a different animal there, yeah, for sure. This is second language to you, and I know for so many of the people out there that are listening to this, this challenges their world. there's maybe there's a couple bullet points in, yeah, preach it, Ben, yeah, yeah. and then they get to that one or two, and they go, "Oh my gosh, like now they're either, and they might get even offended too, yeah, yeah, okay what what do you say to that person out there? I'm not. I heard every one sure. of these things, and I'm going, man rocket like i'm yeah. I'm with you now, but but I've also spent enough time with you and doing enough of my own own research and everything. what What do you say to the person out there right now who's got? Either they, they've moved a little bit beyond the skepticism they're a little bit angry right now at what oh, they've heard yeah, yeah, what do you yeah. say to that person
1: best I could try to explain this is uh, when after I had this you know this awakening when I was healed and understood about the body I really I, I very much have an obligation and so i I know that it's uncomfortable um I've lost you know friends and even family members um, because of it meaning these conversations. And I've lost friends and family members because they didn't even know this information. And so they were one of the victims yeah. of the model I'm talking yeah, about, right? Yeah, and yeah. so I kind of... Oh man, I don't even want to... I, I just feel, Jeff, like my job is, is to be the messenger. Yeah. And I really that way I can sleep at night. Right? Do the, now my what part I do owe you is to 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 articulate it as good as I can and yeah. and make it make as much sense and 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 try to do it as honestly as I'm available, you know, capable of doing, to, you know, and, and not trying to manipulate or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I kind of feel like I, I, I my job is to tell you the the, the, the old, what's the old saying the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help me yeah. god. Yeah. And then y- you know you really have to decide if if that makes enough sense to you, you know, yeah. um yeah. it's changed my life. Um, I feel in a tremendously better way. Uh, I don't have to live in fear. I don't, you know, and stuff like that. I see the benefits. Mm-hmm. I see the benefits mm-hmm. for my patients. So mm-hmm. if you're sitting there and you're you're kind of offended um, or very offended or think I'm totally off my rocker or or, or risky or, you know, uh, what's the word? You know, radical or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's cool. You know, um, I'm okay. I don't know what I probably, probably it might be their last podcast for you, you know, and, and I don't mean that, you know, rude or something like that, right? They'll be um, back. But, but I would, but I would challenge you to maybe, maybe shut the podcast off and go investigate the things that I'm saying, you know, read a book or two from maybe a medical doctor that, you know, is saying whatever you think the source is, you know, and, and get some questions. And then you'll probably find like, man, maybe you know, maybe, you know, he had a little more, there was more there than, than I thought, but here's what I think we can all agree on. Here's what I think we can all agree on. And this is where I I, I try to live. So I remember having a conversation with a person and family member that had um, something, Jeff, called hyperlipidemia. So these are people mm-hmm. that have like cholesterol levels of like 700, okay, 800, sometimes as high as 1,000, okay? So you, if you would ever, so this person's argument, right, was like, well, hey, come on, dude, I need I need cholesterol drugs, right? And and I and I wasn't even gonna have that debate. I said he goes. So that doesn't really my lifestyle. That's related to my you know my genetics, right? And I said, well, here's the deal. I don't even have to have that debate. I would say all the more important for you to be really on top of your lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Mm-hmm. regardless of how you want to deal with cancer if you get it, regardless of what you want to do if you have a heart attack or not, regard all those other things. Now we may differ on those, but I think everybody listening could say, hey. Let's be better stewards of our body. What can we impact? You know, the thing on our fork at the, you know, that we eat every day, the way we move our bodies, the way we could any, could, is there room for us to improve? our understanding of our body's ability to heal that could impact our perspective. You know, it's like, Jeff, you know, when you meet a a parent, like a grandparent, like a, like our grandparents, just wisdom, you know, and then they've raised, you know, kids. And so they got all this, like, it's like crazy, right? Yeah. Weird story. But we were in San Francisco and there was a guy that gets up on the bus. It was really, it was my first time there, big city. And, and uh, we're on the public transportation and this guy gets up there with his little daughter and he was saying horrible things to her, like physically abusive to her. And, mm-hmm. and, and, um, and you know what the words he was saying, horrible things. I sure, can't repeat. Sure. And I'm sitting there, my wife can tell as I'm starting to boil. Like, and this is a big guy, like probably 300 pound guy. Yeah. And he was not happy. You yeah, know, and this yeah. was 15 years to 18 years ago. You don't know what's going to happen. And I'm, and I'm like, my wife can tell I'm like going to make a move. I don't know what I was going to do, but she can just tell, like, I felt like I had to do something. Right. Yeah. yeah. So sitting next to him was this sweetest old lady, right? And I mean that complimentary, right? I mean, she was probably 80 years old and she just sat there and she just looked at him and she just said, you know, sir, you really shouldn't talk like that to your daughter. And you just watched her diffuse this intense, hot, I mean, talking, this was like on the edge of mania, yep, right? Yep, Everybody's yep. way uncomfortable. Don't know what to do. I think I'm going to wrestle this yep. guy to the ground. And this yep. wise sage sits and says, you know, you really shouldn't talk like that to your daughter. And so, Jeff, what we sit here, it's like, you know what, there's a million conversations we can have about what drug to take or not take, what surgery to do, what surgery not to do, who's the best doctor, should you go to hospital, and I don't, I'm happy to have those conversations, because we waste a lot of time, money, energy there, and I think they're valuable conversations to have, but if you don't want to even have that one, let's talk about how we care for the body God gave us, Mm -hmm. right? Let's, 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 let's spend some time on appreciating the healing capacity of the body. And, and we've walked so far away from that in many ways that we do need to kind of get back to the roots of that, right? I think we're going to see this happen in culture, Jeff, where we're going to realize, oh my goodness, technology and screen time and phones, Uh Uh-oh, right? And I think we're going to see people moving back to, you know, farming, you know, building gardens (laughs) and farming and playing in the dirt and swinging on swing sets. And I pray for that, right? Because I think we're going to see the reality. What we've seen happen in medicine is we move so far down this kind of blind faith route of like, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out the pills. We'll figure out physiology. But now genetics, all that, we're like, oh, crap, this didn't really pan out. Yeah. Right. We we didn't think that there was going to, oh shoot, kind of the, yep. the, 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 the illusion, the mirage we held out there that we were going to figure this all it didn't really pan out. And we're now coming back to, you know what, really let's just care for them better and let yep. the cards fall where yep. they yep. may. Yep. And Same I, thing. I think people yeah. are
0: doing that already. That's the thing. They're starting to, the, the movement's awakening, so to speak. It's like yeah. my wife and I say, um, this is so wally. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and if you've seen the movie, you know what we're talking about, man. It's uh, but then the people eventually get clued in. They, they remember where they, they remember the roots, right? That's what it comes down to. You know, I, I made a joke before about, you know, that person would, would stop listening, but they'll be back and everything. Another reason I say that is, is for this reason. It's because Ben, you and I both know that we have, we've have emphasized to the people listening to this show that it is not your job, my job or anybody else's job to tell them what to think, right? Just how, And that's give them permission to be able to do that again. And if anything, that might be one of, if there were just a few things that are among the, uh, the ethics of this show, if you will, you know, that's one, the, the belief that your body is the greater healer, greatest healer, but the greater healer than anything that's going to be thrown at you, you know, from the, uh, the medical community. There's probably a few other things in there, but man, those two things right there, you know, I would hope be, would be a liberating, a point of liberation for people. Where else do you go? To, to be able to experience that and, and not be judged for that, not be challenged by, it. I mean, anytime you go and you push up against that other, you push up against this institution, yeah. you know, of you, this podcast yeah. or whatever, we're like, what how have you said it before? <laughs> you're my greatest person. <laughs> I, I I love you because, because it means you're thinking, it means yeah. you're challenging things. You know, we're, we're, I guess, convinced at the end, they're going to arrive at truth. But, uh, you know, in other areas where people challenge the model, they um, they run up against the opposition and it's and it can be nasty sometimes. Okay, so you're not going to get that here. We promise you that. Guys, thanks for listening. As always, if you're out there and you haven't subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're on. And that way you'll know. When a new episode is dropped, we do every Monday, every Monday, a new episode drops on this show. And so we are always consistent with that. But make sure that you're getting those notifications. And above all, please share this. You know somebody that needs to hear this information. Okay, this is not you dropping, you know, a a point of contention in their lap hey, I, I've been learning some things. I listened to this show. This was this spoke to me and it kind of challenged my model a little bit. I think it might benefit you. Just set it up like that and you've got a great invitation uh, for getting the word out about what we're doing. So we will catch you next week. Thanks for listening to Design to Heal. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Now imagine a new normal you get to decide when you understand your body's amazing design. Connect with us today by visiting Clinic. And join us on the mission by sharing this episode with someone you love.